Welcome to another Go Ask Al episode of CooperCast. This is your host, Al's C-Clamp, John Sachs. We answer listener questions including a Desert Island record album, writing hits versus writing songs, and another take on the Allman Brothers versus Skinner. After each segment, Nilly the Dog adds some brief thoughts of her own. Jeff Robb says, I hope you're well. Vernal says hi. Know anybody named Vernal? No. Okay. I've listened to and bought all the albums you put out. When I was in the Army, you saved me. And many of us, thank you, man. Question. What on the live Super Session album was used for vocals? And we think he means what microphone? What's his name? His name is Jeff Robb. Jeff. How long ago... Was the live Super Session album? 60 years. (laughs) Do you think I remember what microphone I used on my voice 50 years ago? I guess you do. I don't. (laughs) Except I I will remind you that when we were talking about your playing with the Stones, and you told me that the limo came, and it wasn't the driver. It was Mick and Keith that picked you up. Yeah, so and what does it have to do with microphones? We'll get to it in a minute. I just, I, you said you got in the limo with the Stones, Mick and Keith, and there was music was very loud. And when I asked you what the music was, you remembered, and that was 60 years ago too, you remembered what was playing in the limo. I don't know. It was, you said it was Taj Mahal. Oh, and you suspected that might be where they heard you because you played on Taj Mahal's records. Yeah. So there you go. But they would have heard you with Dylan. So mm-hmm. we know we suspect that the Stones heard about Dylan. So anyway, all right. He doesn't remember the microphone and little details like that. Well, nowadays I have no dealings with um, selecting a microphone for anything. Mm-hmm. Here's a little question that I kind of like, you might like. And this is from, oh, our friend Dave T. And he says, sometimes I ask my friend what album they would take to a deserted island. You can only take one. His is Supersession. What would be yours? Hmm. One album to a desert island. I have no idea. Hmm. I might, myself, I might take Blonde on Blonde. That's a good album. That's a very good record. It's also a double record, although it's a single CD. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize that. Yeah, it was kind of a shock to me when uh, I got my first CD copy of Blonde and Blonde and there was only one. So, all right. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, For some people, it might be a a Beatles record or something, you know, like Sgt. Pepper or something. I don't know. Well, I don't know what my favorite album is. I it would know. be kind of a terrible thing to be on a desert island, one album, no matter how good it is, because eventually you would just go insane listening to it over and over. Yeah, well, you wouldn't listen to it over and over. All right, I'll read this. You're welcome to respond any way you want. When it comes to your songs, you have quoted someone as saying, your songs are your children. They will take care of you when you're older. With respect to your song, you never know who your friends are. 
you have said this was your first and last attempt at writing a hit single. Yet you have a number of songs that are hit-worthy and some actually being hits that are taking care of you now. Would you say, in retrospect, that it was better to focus on the quality of the song rather than trying to make a hit single? I think I might have done that twice. Tried to make and a I, hit and single? I, and I don't remember specifically what it was. Mm. So I, I, I didn't think like that or want to think like that. Now, in the 1650 Broadway writing days, you were always trying to write hit singles. That was the whole point, that, right? That was my job. That was your job, right. But you didn't, you didn't bring that into your career that much. I didn't have a career. Yeah, you did. You put out all these solo albums. Not when I, not when I was writing those songs with those no, guys. No, but I mean, yeah, but you brought you didn't bring I got to have a hit into your career as Al Cooper. You just wanted to make songs that you liked. You didn't care if they were hit singles. I just wrote songs, and I I, I still do. Still writing? Yeah, I mean, not much. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, but I just write a song. Yeah. All right. And and I have the convenience of a home studio. Yeah. And I could easily make a demo of it. And mm. I, and I have when I've when I've written a song. Hmm. So that exists. That's good. But I don't I don't really consider that I write songs anymore. <laughs> so here's a guy, I don't know if you remember this, but um Somebody asked you to compare Leonard Skinner with the Allman Brothers, and you said that you weren't going to ruin his appreciation of the Allman Brothers by giving what you really thought about them. The same guy writes back and he says, Come on, Al. It's not like you hold back on the Allman Brothers comments. It's not like you to hold back on the Allman Brothers comments. I like both Skinner and the Almonds. Your comments will not affect my listening habits, but it will mean a lot to me to hear it. Okay, let me mean a lot to you. <laughs> the Almond Brothers jammed yeah. a lot. Yeah. Leonard Skinner did not jam a lot. That's a big difference. They wrote songs and they sang them and they played solos in them. Mm. They were not really anything like the Almond brothers except maybe geographically and not even geographically they were from florida right skinner was really from northern florida yeah yeah but they were they were sound they were both southern bands yeah i wonder if the almonds were as scary as skinner as as what well you talked about what scary guys skinner could be uh you know, tough guys, brawlers. Yeah, well, I mean, they were like that before they were Leonard Skinner. You're right. I wonder if... Uh, I don't think the Allman Brothers were th- like that. They weren't so quite so tough. Yeah. Mm. Um, he says he likes the short podcast concept. And it's so, he says it's like a two-minute and 30-second Phil Spector 45 that one never tires of, even after 60 years. Good health to you, and congrats on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Signed, Dave. Thanks, Dave. This has been CooperCast. 
a Go Ask Al episode brought to you by A Desert Island. You can always submit questions for Al at alcooper.com on the CooperCast page.